For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. There's three of us this week. I'm Matt. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jess. Welcome back, Jess. Surprised to see uh, to see you this uh, this week for the American Grand Prix. Yeah, despite the conspiracy theories, I wasn't away because Bottas was doing well, as as uh, as proven by my fact the fact that I'm here today. Well, thank you for joining us again, Jess. We're going to talk about a Bottas victory uh, around the circuit of the Americas. Hopefully, the key you'll point, be able to... nothing else happened really. Yeah, apart that, from that, Bottas that's, that's <laughs> everything. Yeah, that was it's the... all about Bottas <laughs> this point. week. Um, some three word uh, we were away for Viv. <laughs> so three three word race reviews uh, from fans. SR Pabbles zero zero says pretty good nap. Adam Holt says F for Vettel. Mm. Milan's Chenk says very suspicious Ferrari. Kieran's Sliwowski says Ferrari straight line speed. Jake, <laughs> I like that. Question mark. <laughs> the question. Uh, and Jake Subban stupid tire graphic. Mm. Yeah, get, yeah. get in the bin. Pretty good nap. It's. People expect get too in much. the bin pretty good yeah. now. Okay, you don't agree people, with that one. No, though. people expect too much from races. That was another decent one. That's the problem when you have such a a, a nice sort of well, so many races that were really exciting, and now as soon as it's not that exciting, as soon as it's it, not, oh, not enough, but everything since Germany, everyone's yeah. just been like, oh, it's not very good. But it's the problem with F one and most sports, I guess, when they have a yeah, good yeah. event and then a, a rubbish one after. Well, not, not even rubbish. It wasn't rubbish. It came down to the wire, kind of. Exactly. It, 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 it wasn't a, the best race. You had a season. battle for the lead. Um, you had yeah people on different strategies a lot of midfield battles I'd say it was like a, so a bog standard F1 race in terms of entertainment a good neither amazing race. neither just terrible a good race Jess yes your three word race review uh, let me just turn up the cringeometer uh, <laughs> which uh, audio <laughs> listeners I am turning up the wheel right now okay uh, my three word race review is still he rises <laughs> Can I just Sorry, add <laughs> that I I added in Q cringe because yeah. I mean yeah he's, he, Hamilton is a six time world champion which is pretty crazy is he I haven't heard much about that have you not no oh it oh, was, was he, it did was he secure it oh, it was okay. like only briefly mentioned on coverage <laughs> I couldn't um, tell because he parked over the parking space that said he was world champion so he couldn't see it. yeah why yeah why was he in that space I couldn't tell I anyway just... I did th- I did feel like that was a little bit like tempting fate. It was. Imagine if he hadn't done it. It's really if, odd. If because if, if he had have DNF'd, yeah, it, when, when it, Max, it would have carried on. When Max was coming behind him, yeah, <laughs> that could. I mean, it so easily could have happened. And he's not guaranteed to be on the podium either. No. And he could have retired and still won the title. And then does he just stand in it? No, they, well, they no, just still frantically the, paint over it. Uh, they'd, have, they'd have still moved the car. They'd have had him come into um, that area of Park for May and like park the car. two wheels left on his car just rolling <laughs> in. <laughs> but it is like, it's, it's one of the first times in a long time that he's been on the podium when he's won the championship. Because yeah. previously he's he's won it from about fifth. Yeah. Which when he started fifth, I was like, oh God, here, here we, we go again. Here we go again. Because it's such an anti-climax. I mean, it is and it isn't. Well, I, I always feel bad and this is kind of like skirting over the fact that he's a six-time world champion. But I, I do genuinely feel a bit bad for, for Bottas because he drove a good race and he won. Sorry, he drove a good... Are you are you feeling okay, Jess? Have you got a temperature? So I went <laughs> I went away and had like a lobotomy. You had dinner a, with Bottas, a lobotas, right? <laughs> And uh, now I'm a massive Bottas fan. No, no, no. Well, no, he did. You I can't, agree. There's it's, no way. You can't argue it. You I'd, can't argue, argue, I'd it. argue yeah. it's the, the... I've got my notes. I'd argue it's the best win of his career, but completely overshadowed. Yeah, I in think... In terms of like yeah. dominated Hamilton in qualifying... Hamilton yeah. had arguably a better strategy in the end, not not because Mercedes were favouring him, just the way it worked out. Just maybe. Mm, um, I don't think he did. Well, the amount Two he was behind Bottas compared to him, I guess the fact that Hamilton almost won, he wouldn't have done that if it was a. T- I think any other driver, well. I think Hamilton's one of the only drivers on the grid that can turn a strategy like that into something where it yeah is feasible he did it in Mexico, and he could have won. He did it yeah. in Mexico, didn't he? So. Uh, he's one of those rare drivers that are able to almost be like, right, okay. You know, because he, he hit the limit with his mediums, he couldn't have gone any longer because he lost so much time after Bottas uh, overtook him. So, um, question from Benos underscore Thom: Does Hamilton get enough respect for his talent? He's such a 
chalk and cheese person that I think a lot of a lot of people, regardless of how many, he could win nine world championships and people would still say that he's not the greatest of all not time. Not in the top ten. And world I don't, I, you know, I, this is actually an interesting question because I know Tommy on um, on our Instagram you asked, um, you know, is is he who is the greatest or would you consider Lewis to be the greatest driver of of all time or if he if he matches Schumacher will he be? Um, but I don't. I personally don't get this obsession with comparison. I don't understand why we're constantly obsessing over who is the greatest F one driver of all time. Because it's it's one of those sports where unless you get, and we say it anyway about the current grid, you know, if you put them all in the same car, then maybe you'd have a good indicator of who is who is the best driver out there. But when you look at through history in terms of how many Grand Prix we used to do in a year, you know, Fangio's time. Yeah, you can't was... you can't compare eras because Fan, Fangio. There's always the counter argument of well, Fangio won fifty percent of races he did, but he only did six a year, mm. and Hamilton's done so many more races. In terms of does he get enough respect? Absolutely not no. even close to what he deserves to be. I mean, the for what frustrates me is the people that put the sort of the the arguments for Hamilton is always oh he's in the best car. Well, Senna won in the best car. Schumacher in the best car, mm. um, Vettel won in the best yeah, car. Yeah, Vettel won in the best car. All all the great drivers, you, the best drivers end up in the best cars, and then they have to do it. Like at the end yeah. of the day, you don't win six world titles by luck. You yeah. might win a few races by luck. You might even scrape a title by luck, but luck, not Must full be. luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, not full luck. Which but... he was very quick to remind everyone yes, that he's the only I person. That. To I love be... his tweet started Lewis. with him God. having won yeah. the world championship. Who, who'd have thought we bo- would both be world champions? Oh, that and that well done, well done on six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah so actually, uh, uh, Ricardo, I thought put it really, really well. Um, he said in the in the post race pen that he said um, to hold that level week in week out. There's so much more involved in the sport than just driving. There's the whole circus, and for him to hold that level for all these years at the top of the circus you can only just respect that because if you think about how many drivers might have crumbled under the pressure of it all or haven't wouldn't have been able to to keep going for as long as he as long as he has well look at that look at Vettel like he's a great driver and he's driving he started to drive really well again Uh, obviously he didn't have the, the greatest race but you know he had he won four titles in his Red Bull got to Ferrari and people started doubting him, but Hamilton's won every single era. Like they've changed the rules. He's gone to the hybrid yep. era, he's still won. They changed it. So, um, you know, they had the the wider cars with the thicker tires, won again. Yeah. Uh, in You know, Ferrari and Red Bull were, were close those years, um, especially Ferrari in 2017 and 18. And even this year, it's not, it's yeah, not yeah. been a foregone conclusion that he's won, but he's won. Every single year he's done Formula One and Formula One has changed so much Absolutely. in those years. Yeah, and you know, if people are obsessed with comparisons as as most sport sporting fans are, no matter what it is, I know you know, something like football is very much easier to, to compare because it's the same machinery, it's just the person. But yeah. I guess if you want to use something um to be able to compare, it's the fact that Lewis has done this and had so many different cars. If he gets to twenty twenty one, completely different cars and wins another championship, for me he is undoubtedly the greatest of all time. Like, I think yeah. that that if there is something to seal the deal, it's yeah. he has proved himself in every which way possible. Uh, and I don't know why he gets as little respect as he does because his consistency levels are the same as Schumacher. You know, you don't think Lewis is going to have an off day. If he it's does... It's because he's still an F1. I think part of that is because mm. he's yeah. still an F1. If Which was think, going to be my yeah. next question is yeah. when he leaves, do you think that's when people will suddenly realise... Well, everyone gets a like bit bleary-eyed, don't they? Yeah. And they, they? They kind of look back and go, oh, those days where, you know, we had proper rate or like... Y- you just always look back, don't you? But mm. Schumacher was... Divisive for the mm. exact reason that everyone was just like, well, he's in a Ferrari and yeah. no one can touch him. So of course he's a seven-time world champion. I, mean, I because... saw I saw a few people do some lists of who they thought were the top ten, and sometimes Hamilton wasn't even included, which and, is insane. Which is insane. <laughs> it's just I ridiculous. Mean, I know you can't compare eras, but and you can all have your different opinions. My maybe controversial opinion is that modern drivers are better than older drivers, which I know a lot of people will not agree <gasps> with. Because why? Because when. So even even in Michael Schumacher's era, Michael Schumacher had such an advantage because he took fitness to such a high level, um, whereas other drivers may not have essentially like done that. Lewis Hamilton has 
if, if you think of drivers like Leclerc and Verstappen, since the age of about five, they've been karting. They've had all the best diets, all the best, all, all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. And Hamilton can still consistently beat them when it's so competitive. And even people that we'd consider bad drivers, I know we joke about Bottas isn't very good. But he is. A, he is. He's a GP3 yeah. champion. He's an incredible racing driver. He's an F1 Lance race winner. Stroll, <laughs> Lance Stroll is, you know, a great athlete. He's one of the three I love Formula how Lance Stroll is always the one that comes up. <laughs> but, but it is. like even, even the people that people think are a bit rubbish now. Well, we said the fact before, that Hamilton like, can consistently yeah, be, be, the a, best. be the best. Well, everyone always says, wins. you know, if, if and it's always a load of what ifs, isn't it? But if Lewis wasn't at Mercedes, would Valtteri be world champion compared probably. to the rest of the field i'd probably say yeah yeah or he'd at least he'd at least be like i know he's still to the last race or something yeah exactly that so it's just that he, that that lewis does have this say insane level where he doesn't ever seem to have he does have bad days obviously like he has he's had bad races this season he's made mistakes but just not as many as say bottas has and that's that's the difference. I mean, that's exactly how Rosberg won his title. He made, he just ended up making fewer mistakes or having yeah. better luck, however you want to skew it. Um, but we know that consistency wins world titles. So, yeah. you know, everyone's yeah, and everyone's talking about whether whether Lewis will be knighted. Yeah, yeah, that's the big that. news at the moment, isn't it? Um, Seems to you be. Know, there was a tweet from Piers Morgan saying about. It was Alistair Cook, the cricketer, who's 24th best points average on uh, yeah. batting and he's he's knighted and yet Lewis has won six championships. I mean, it's neither here nor there, really. I don't know if Lewis is really that bothered. No, but, I, don't, um, I don't care but, for those things, really, personally. It's not it's not something that I think defines a person. But, no. yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if he, he did, and I think... It would be weird, the... though, if we had, like, Sir Jackie Stewart and... Well, if you think not... uh, Andy Murray got knighted, didn't he? He while did. He was still playing as soon as he won he Wimbledon. Did. It's like, here you go. Yeah, it's, not, it's an odd one. It's an odd very one. Very close to becoming the most successful, regardless of whether you, in fact, regardless of whether you think he's the greatest, in he's, terms of greatest, yeah. he is Factually. almost undoubtedly going to become the most successful. Don't he only that. needs 10 more wins to beat, eight more wins or something to beat Schumacher. Is I think he's going to end up with, yeah. he's going to end up with probably 100 wins, 100 poles. Yeah, I think he's, what, five podiums away as well now? Yeah. From Beating Michael's 155. I know he's, be he's beating Schumacher's podiums now. No, he's no, 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 he's five off. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's on 150. Uh, Michael's on 155. Don't, Don't you take... doubt Matt's fact knowledge on Schumacher. I can at least go into 2020 with him. <laughs> Schumacher's uh, record still uh, still intact. But uh, just lastly on, on Mercedes and, and Lewis and Bottas, uh, AP underscore 1008 says, will Bottas challenge Lewis next year? No. No, no. <laughs> Hamilton's too good. Bottas, like... the, the, the scary thing is for me is that Lewis hasn't been on form. No, and I don't think he has been, especially at the start of the season, for two or three years now. I don't know why that is. We've we've discussed it before, but it is odd to see that you know Lewis doesn't hasn't performed at that level that maybe we expect throughout the entire season, and yet still wraps up the championship three three races before the end. So for me, I don't think Bottas, uh, as much as he maybe has improved this year, he's got four race wins to his name. I don't see him, although go back to australia i maybe saw it was potentially a thing you know don't need to go back there, do he we? got 26 points he was championship leader <laughs> i can't i genuinely can't keep up with your opinion on Bottas. yeah no i neither can i i don't think <laughs> Bottas can either um but yeah Tony, what do you think? I, I think that just i think that just shows that how <laughs> the fact that we can flop and change our opinion on Bottas just shows that he doesn't have that consistency that someone I just like realized Hamilton that's your bottle has. isn't it <laughs> You practically kiss. Well, you no. can you can put a timestamp in that says Matt drinks Tommy's water. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so close to me. I was like, that's mine. Sorry, carry on. Cool. Thanks for that. You thirsty, right. Matt. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? I don't know <laughs> about yeah. Bottas. Bottas, Bottas, Bottas doesn't have the consistency because we and everyone changes our opinion of, you know, we always Apart get, could he challenge? Could, could he challenge? Could he challenge? Whereas Hamilton, you know he's going to yeah. be able to win a world title. So that's where they're different. And I don't think he, I don't think he can beat Hamilton, especially if next year Ferrari and um, Red Bull are a lot closer. Mm. Then Charles and Max are going to yeah, be way closer if they're, to Hamilton than Bottas. They, you know, Mercedes are going to be putting not necessarily to the point of you know a Barrichello, but they're going to be putting 
their faith behind Hamilton to win the title because they know yeah. he can deliver. And that's something that they'd have to do if there was that big challenge from Red Bull and Ferrari because Mercedes have had in the past the uh, the sort of nice gap to the uh, to the Red Bulls and the Ferraris where they've had a one two and it doesn't really matter. Whereas and that's your bottle, um, but and as, as we as we as we saw in America, you know Hamilton had a not a great quality and started fifth. You know a two tenths off pole two years ago would have had second. You know, so it's it's that where you know. I think that's where Bottas will have to sit and go, okay, I'm a number two because there are other drivers that could challenge. So. But also, I mean, again, like not to keep talking about Rosberg, but he outqualified Hamilton. And again, that's how he won races because he kept position. Mm. Um, well, no, but to be fair, Bottas is qualifying. has been really good this season. He just yeah. hasn't been able to He dropped off towards the end position. of the season. Yeah, like, but he's got more yeah. poles. I think um, I saw a stat that something like Bottas has the same, almost the same podiums as Hamilton almost the same polls. I think he's got more polls. this season? This season. Yeah. Sorry, this season. Say, yeah, yeah. Time. Bottas has 150 <laughs> yeah. podiums. Yeah. He's beaten Schumacher's record. Um, yeah, but but when it comes down to wins, it's what, 10 versus four? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so yeah, it just yeah. shows that Hamilton is that extra level of yeah. dominance in the race. Right, let's ca- let's move on because I can see the comments coming in already going, oh my God, you love talk about someone else. fanboys, blah, blah, blah. But we have to talk about him. He won six world titles yeah, and the man not, deserves some respect. We're not Sky. No, we're not Sky. Play the montage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, my three-word race review uh, moves on to the other team that's, uh, well, well, I was going to say near the front. We're nowhere near the front. Uh, it's Ferrari. So my three-word race review is nice understeer Ferrari. Uh obviously alluding to the uh, Sebastian Vettel start. Uh, if, you, if you saw on board, it was quite scary to see how much the car was washing out at the front and he just couldn't get into the corners. So much so Hamilton, back to Hamilton, of course, uh, <laughs> produced an unbelievable overtake yeah. somewhere I don't think we've ever seen a car go round. Obviously, Sebastian was going slowly, but still, when you're yeah, watching it, you're going, whoa. Yeah, opportunist. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, Ferrari, where, where on earth were they? Well, there's conspiracy theories. There are, there are, there are. are. Question. Tejas Mohla. Tejas Mohla says, is there any credibility to Verstappen's claims that Ferrari cheating prior to the USGP and the technical directive coming out? I mean, yes, whether it's right or not is another question. No one really knows why. There's there's arguments for and against. Obviously, Leclerc had problems in free practice. Mm. So he was on the old spec engine and we never got to see how well Vettel did. Um, The start, you could argue, wasn't really down to engine power. It was down to the tyres and grip. But... I think Leclerc finished closer to Ricardo than he did Bottas. Yeah, he was he was oh way off. He was uh, way, he was so way off. Wasn't it 50 off. seconds or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And to say um, that, you know, the next... Um, yeah, 52, 52 seconds off. Yeah, wow. There was a huge gap. Like That's back to was, Australia spec, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's absolute madness. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So, so the, the thing that's happened, for those that don't know, is um, it's, it's all a bit kind of flaky, but an illegal fuel flow, they believe. And I think Red Bull lodged a complaint. No, they so Red Bull Red Bull went to the FIA and said, can we make this change to fuel flow? And then the technical director came out and went, no. And they went, oh, well, Ferrari yeah, are doing someone it. Else <laughs> yeah, someone else. Yeah. So, so not technically yeah. a complaint, but a, a little dig. They, yeah, they, whist- they, they were a um, whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's, and then this whole kind of Ferrari's engine and power is really like, stepped up a notch again and then suddenly they're 50 seconds off the lead everyone's going hang on a minute Mm. and obviously Verstappen made a comment uh unsurprisingly on (laughs) Ziggo Sport which we were were talking about this that Ziggo Sport love to uh I feel I feel like they love to egg Verstappen on with his controversial oh yeah yeah say something controversial yeah well even um even Kvyat it was on Ziggo that Kvyat made his comments at the oh end my of God. the race. Perez. He went absolutely He dramatic. was swearing. Was, like, yeah. was he in the same race as what actually happened? Because yeah. he was completely at fault. But but even think, after he calmed down, he was still yeah. Yeah. saying he was but not I think at fault. But because on Dutch TV, they're, they've got like different personalities and they're allowed to swear. Yeah. So it's very different. And I think the drivers maybe let loose a little bit. And especially Verstappen, because they rightfully lord him over there and they think mm. he's amazing he um they just accept him the way he is and almost like say egg him on and 
want him to yeah. make this controversy. So. so what was the quote? Uh, he he basically said uh, that's what happens when you're caught cheated cheating. So yeah, because he asked like where was Ferrari? He was asked where's Ferrari's pace, and mm. he was like, well, what do you expect? That's what happens when you stop cheating. But Ferrari have, Ferrari have come out and said that it's to do with a um, experimental setup, which is why they were off the pace. So fuel flow, yeah, so cool. We, <laughs> we experimented by turning our engine down. <laughs> but they, they're insisting it had nothing to do with the engine. We'll ne- we won't know until, well, we might not even know for the rest of the season. Yeah, I do find it odd that obviously qualifying they were very much near pole. So it's mm. not as if they were completely off the pace. Exactly. Unless this, because I don't know exactly when this <coughs> whole investigation went on, but was it between qualifying race? Do we know that? Because well, it's, it's Park Ferme, isn't it? So yeah. So they wouldn't have changed anything from qualifying to the race because they're not allowed no. to. So maybe it was a, an experimental setup because they still had raw speed. They just didn't have race pace. Well, if the FIA deems something to be illegal, you have to immediately well, get, stop using it. Get rid it. of it, yeah. yeah, I guess. Which they haven't. So I guess you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, because they, they haven't come say. out with anything, have they, to say that. No. All right. Well, Ferrari were nowhere, which yeah, uh, yeah ruined a lot of predictions. Doesn't uh, really matter now. Doesn't matter. No, I know the championship's over. Uh, Tommy, your three-word race review. We're moving on to the next team at the top. Nothing special, Alban. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, all right, Gasly. Oh no, no, who was it? Said it. Kvyat. Kvyat said it. Yeah, um, I like Alban. I think he's doing a really good job. Uh, He's doing much better than Gasly, and I think he deserved his twenty twenty seat. But I just don't agree with the the driver of the day, where it it seems to be awarded to. Any member of the top three that has a problem drops back top and, three then, teams. and then yeah. easily makes it into the top six because their car is so much quicker mm. than the midfield. Perez was arguably more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Perez, or, or Ricardo Lando. and Lando yeah. stood out a lot more for me. And they weren't even in the top three, were they? Yeah. No, because they're in the midfield car. Yeah, and they do get shown on TV. So, yeah, I don't think... Um, no, because, I mean, well, equally, like Lando's had driver of the day because he... Is Lando. Lando. <laughs> he no, conked he, out of Spa. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think I was I was surprised as well when I saw Albin pop up as driver of the day. And but everybody like Will Buxton was going like, oh my god, Albin was amazing. And yeah, okay, it is impressive. Like I think the thing that is still impressive is the way that he does attack the field because arguably Gasly in the same equipment didn't, didn't when so he was no. in similar scenarios so in that in that respect it's good to see a driver who's got that fighter's attitude and is going after those overtakes and yeah. it's fun to watch cars overtake each other um but yeah like in terms of like he, he still can't hold a candle to max in terms of pace he's got no. a lot of points and his consistency is amazing which is what red bull needed gasly didn't finish sixth every race no, whereas but, Albin seems happy I guess when, Verstapp- when Verstappen's had a similar thing where he's cocked his race up bar bar like one or two times he's usually come back to fifth as well so yeah yeah arguably Albin did do as well as Max in those scenarios so yeah but he's, 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 a, he's a he's a minute 20 off the lead whereas if, if I'm thinking to like USA last year like Max started last and almost won the race didn't he well, didn't so, he, he almost got po- Oh, no, yeah, he almost yeah, won. Yeah, he almost won because he was fighting Kimi down. Yeah, that was so, it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That, so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think a, a minute 20 off winning the race in a Red Bull is worthy of a driver for the day, no matter how far you drop. But didn't he, did he do a three-stop? Yeah, he did do a three-stop. Yeah, because he, yeah, he had to pit in yeah. yeah. the first lap. But, yeah, I think Gasly has done, uh, done Albon a big favour here because Gasly has almost set the precedent that... You know, the second driver's not really going to do much. Albin's like, okay, well, I'm going to overtake people. He was also running major great. floor damage, though, that entire race because of the curbs yeah. and it, from his in- incident. Yeah. So maybe you're being a little harsh. But I agree, I don't think he was driver of the day. Yeah, no. I, I, I've got no beef with Albin. Um, no, no, no. Sounds uh, different, Tommy. Yeah. I was applauding what's your, him. What's your problem like? with Albin? Um, you were showing him the way to the Red Bull seat in Baku. Yeah. In that picture. <laughs> No, yeah, to be fair, that's the thing. It's no, it's no beef towards Albon, but I think that the praise that he was getting doesn't really align with his actual performance, yeah. right? Yeah. But then it wasn't as mega of a drive as people. And I maybe maybe my um, three-year-old race review should have been Perez was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change it now. Uh, Roxy 11 says, what do you think about col- the collision from the first lap between Sainz and Albon? Do you think that Charles could do something different there? It's a I, racing incident. I think if it? anyone could do... I could have done anything differently. It was science. Maybe could have just gone off on the runoff. Yeah, 
But but then signs probably can't see where Charl is, and you know, there's it's just a it's quite a difficult corner because it's, it's so wide, yeah. and then it's, it's so quite tight. a long run, and then it just bottlenecks up. And I think almost every year there's been at least some sort of wheel banging, whether that be Hamilton pushing Rosberg mm. wide yeah. a few years back. But I like that though. I like the diff- the fact it's really wide, then it bottlenecks, then you've got yeah the, the double left hander in the second sector, which uh, was it? Sorry, start third sector, which. I think it's personally an underrated complex of corners because everyone's like, oh, yeah, the old turn eight, which is the next few corners uh, from Turkey. But I actually really like the the, uh, the two before that. Yeah. In I terms think. of uh, slow, we're, we're often criticizing slow tilker corners, aren't mm. we? That that little section shows when when you can pull off a move there like Lando did on Vettel such a good overtake i think Lando was just taking the racing line yeah but he he caught him by surprise vettel locked up yeah Uh, and i think perez made a move on gasly into there as well and obviously kvyat made the you see a lot of moves into there because there are so many lines you can take yeah it's a a great little complex that's something that hopefully future tracks will have as well i think coach is a massively underrated track Mm. i think it's i think it's fab it's a red red tilka tick tilka tick tilka tick what's what's your other tilka ticks bahrain Yes, I'd say Bahrain. Malaysia, Bahrain unfortunately, decent. that's gone. Yeah. Yeah, China's all right. Malaysia. I like China's China. Banger. It's under <laughs> Did you see Matty's entire face yeah. lit up when you mentioned China? It's and under, it's cheap to go it's, if you saw it. It's underrated. It's underrated. It is. So many good Everyone's places. Like, I hate China. No, you don't. Why do people hate China? So Not a, to go off A couple topic. of boring races and all of a sudden it's the worst race ever or Rosberg wins by a minute. Still a good track. Anyway, let's get let's <laughs> as we are talking about tracks. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go. Uh, I didn't even realise that was, segue. <laughs> was the next uh, bit. At Krista underscore says, I read post race that they will be resurf- resurfacing Cota before next year's race. Did you find the track conditions at Cota to make the race more exciting, or was it simply putting all the drivers on danger? I imagine that's in danger. <laughs> um, I think they were in danger. They, they were very complainy. Yeah, obviously. Because... But then you had the video that Guido Vandergaard shared, where the guys that you know that that Launching sporting series going car. over the railroad, which yeah. is the most ridiculous video you'll ever see. Go and look it up. What's it called? What was the racetrack called? Do you remember? I can't remember. It's an old social media car race yeah. in the mid two thousands, and they go ridiculous. over. A, basically, there's a, a tram track in yeah. the middle of it, That's and they they <laughs> launch. But they basically launch over it. It's pretty pretty mad, but. I saw a lot of um, sports car drivers and things kind of quick to criticize. Sebring. It's Sebring. 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 No, it's not Sebring. No. no. It's not Sebring. I know I know he's part oh, of no, Sebring, no. yeah. Who Guido put? Oh, it just says, Sebring. and then I saw a champ car race with a railroad crossing. Yeah, that, the track. I'm sure it was in Mexico That is insane. But, <laughs> but I've actually written here, actually, because there were a lot of sports car drivers going. San Jose. You should, you oh, should, San Jose. You should try Sebring, yeah. but... It's a Formula One car. It's very different to an Audi R8 or whatever that you're a GT car yeah, that you're yeah. driving. Um, I mean, the fact is that they don't set up Formula One cars for the bumps. bumps. And while, yes, it gives it character. And if we started having them in F1, the teams would go, okay, we need to counter in this. But you saw what damage Vettel did to his car. And a by lot of cars a, as well. A curb. Out of turn nine, wasn't there? Yeah. There's so loads of damage. There's not. You know, it's not designed for Formula One cars. I mean, the, the replays, the amount of replays we saw coming out of Turn 9, some of them didn't even result in damage. I was like, okay, I get that people are running wide. Please stop showing that same corner. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't think it was, they were putting him in danger. But at the same time, I guess it's a little bit unfair to just kind of spring this very bumpy track on, on teams when they don't really expect it. But we all, there were a lot of complaints, weren't there, that the F1 isn't physical enough. Um, and the drivers don't really have to so fight. make them bounce. So make them make them make them bounce. <laughs> um, but yeah, but and we also spoke about how if you exceed track limits, then you should be punished. And I guess that's a way of like turn nine in particular. Mm. If you went wide, you had your suspension destroyed. Yeah. So if you're Vettel, if you're Vettel, yeah. Um, but it's a bit like back to Red Bull Ring that we mentioned, where we thought it was a good idea because as soon as they go off, rips the car apart. Yeah, can't be yeah. can't be hypocritical now. If we've said it about one track, I have to say it about the about all of them. Yeah, and they, uh, for some reason, I don't know why they have this whole this. If you extend this corner, then you're going to get a lap time deleted. And yet, turn nine was absolutely fine. <laughs> I know there was the problem with the bump, and you know, but why is that deemed that mm. that is slower if all the teams are doing it? It's clearly not yeah, slower. Yeah, and it's also how did it take till after qualifying for them to put 
uh, Verstopper in. Oh yeah. So wait, when? Yeah, they put they put, it, they put uh, a bump at turn nine. Oh, oh right, curve. further. Okay, yeah. And but they the, were still extending in the race, even yeah, yeah, because of it, like, even with it. It so. just shows they didn't was, know what they were doing. Was was it the Verstopper that Vettel hit? I've got a feeling I it might so, have been. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, something was fundamentally wrong with Sebastian Vettel's car throughout the race that he participated in, wasn't it? But really? also because mm-hmm. um, Verstappen had the had to change his wing as well because he had a rear wing because he had a hairline yeah, fracture. Yeah, in which it. they found out and just he before had, the race. And he had damage in the race as well that yeah. wasn't really mentioned very much, but he had a crack in his do end plate. Do you want to mention how good Max is? Uh, he would have won. Because of it? Yeah, he would have won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was his end plate that was the hairline fracture. Uh, no, uh, his front wing as well also had was yeah, it? a his bit front of damage. Left the, end plate, uh, wasn't yeah. it? it was a big crack oh, in it. Yeah, but yeah. they've had that before. Do you remember? I can't remember which race it was. Where was it where they had to do the same thing on the grid? They had to replace his wing because he had a hairline fracture. Yeah. I want to say Austria, but maybe not. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I don't know how much that would have really affected. That must have been from turn nine maybe as well, do you think? Because like, uh, he didn't uh, have actually, any contact with cars. Uh, to be fair, the um, there's quite a lot of curbs and sausage curbs and they'd run wide. And it was proper obliterating the cars. I think um, the final sequence of turns, uh, Verstappen ran wide, and so did yeah, Albon, yeah, yeah. and sparks where you could fly. get penalised. Yeah. yeah, so maybe so it was maybe there, just actually. yeah, abusing just constantly going out wide, battering it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but it's slower. Right. Uh, <laughs> next piece of uh, news is Giovinazzi being confirmed for 2020, which I think is uh, a very fair and uh, good decision from Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Um, yep. Poor guy. Oh well. Huh? Oh, well. In, in, like, I was just saying how, how this is probably definitely never going to happen, but imagine if he's announced for the Red Bull seat instead. He out doesn't know where. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'll come back out of nowhere. I would love to see that. No, I wouldn't. Why? Because he's had his chance and he's not done it and he can go now. Also, Where I've, is he? I've, just, he I've just heard he's, asked, he's been asking too much He's asking too much, too much money. money. I was going to say, yeah, he probably didn't he's get not delivered because of that. He's not delivered like these podiums or anything like other drivers have. And he's now not even delivering good drives. Like Ricardo's absolutely trouncing him. Mm. And he just seems so anonymous in all the races now. Well, he's always been anonymous. He's not missed. No, he used to be Mr. Unless Seventh. It ra- unless it rains. Well, to, why would yeah. you want to be known as Mr. Seventh? No, he, I mean, obviously Holkenberg. he wanted to go higher. <laughs> yeah, That's but, my yeah. point, though. He's, he used to do good mid- midfield drives, but now it's like... He's been in long enough. He's had his chance. He's not Damn. taken it. He's, he's done some amazing things in sports cars and won everything he's raced in but not F1 so and it's sad if he doesn't get an F1 later. drive that he hasn't been able to almost be like look look at the situation and go okay I'm either out of F1 for the rest of my life probably come the end of this season yeah do I just take the hit and go with go to Alfa Romeo or yeah. to, to Williams just to stay in F1, just to prove that maybe Williams will get good in 2021? Well, he stated, didn't he, that he's not the driver yeah. for Williams in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Williams aren't paying me enough. <laughs> I don't want to race just... against a young one who will beat me. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it's sad to see. But at the same time, as you say, Tommy, he has very much had his chance over and over and over. Right, many right, opportunities right, 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 to win a race, right, yeah. let alone have a podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, and that's also to do, with, to do with the the road to becoming a world champion isn't linear like it it does require a lot of risk taking or chances or opportunities and mm. making sure that you are the driver that the top teams will pick over everybody i mean look look what happened to ricardo i you know, he arguably i think a lot a lot of people would say ricardo is a, probably a better racer than hulkenberg um I think a lot of people would argue that. I think yeah. a lot of yeah. um, I'm just being politically yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sitting on the fence just for the comments. <laughs> Please don't come off me. Um, but even he couldn't secure a top top seat because there were other people that were outshining him um, or other people that fit the model um, mm. better than, than maybe he did. And that's all, that is all part of it. Mm. That's all part of the game. Um, it's not just about how quick you can drive or how 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 many races you can win. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot to do with the F1 circus, which isn't just driving, isn't it? So, as Ricardo yeah. said, the as, wise Ricardo. I know, good old Ricardo, love him. Right, very quickly on the 2021 rules that got announced not too long ago. Mm. Um, good, bad, what we expected. Excited. Excited. Hopefully it makes it closer. Hopefully, there's not a minute gap between uh, Ricardo and whoever's last album in the kind of gap between Formula 1.5. Formula 1.5. So, yeah, exciting. Hopefully, 
I, I, I'm worried that it might not be straight away incredible. I think people might expect too much from it. Yeah. And, you know, if we turn up to Melbourne in 2021 and Hamilton is still leading the field, which very much could happen, might still be a similar pecking order. It's not going to be like perfect straight away, mm. but they're putting things in place to make it better. Yeah. And I trust Ross. Uh, let's be honest. I trust Ross Braun. In Ross too. Braun, we trust. He's yeah, a racer. Exactly. He is. He's, he he's, is. He's, he's, he does great. He's done great things for the sport already. So the fact that he is involved in this gives me that positivity. What's your favorite and least favorite thing to come out of the 2021 regulations? Favorite's probably just the car changing and the aerodynamics and the fact that they have said that they have designed the car around racing. Like that's the first and the forefront of, of what they've done they've done the tests they've said the percentages which have got me very excited mm-hmm. you know five to ten percent downforce loss as opposed to 45 percent being lost is a huge amount of time whether or not there'll still be the cases of overheating brakes etc um, especially when there's limitations on on brakes and things like that going into 2021 uh, so for me yeah very excited to see if they can actually race uh, and least excited probably the cost cap because i feel like that's more advertised as like a huge thing that's going to bring the, clo- the, like the field so close when I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, you know, you linked me to an article about all the exemptions. You know, there's so many exemptions which aren't really shouted about too much. And yeah, for me, I, f- I feel like people will think it's going to be closer than it actually is. I think the top teams will still be at the top, um, but hopefully it will, it will allow for for a, a racing point to, to get a podium once or twice a year. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, same as you for kind of favorite (laughs) i mean i'd be surprised if many people their favorite thing isn't the fact that people can actually follow each other and race my Uh, favorite thing is the weekend reshuffle well uh, they have a day off yeah my my least favorite thing is the lack of weekend reshuffle proper um i said it in an article that um dan did i'm probably the only person that would have liked reverse grids disappointed no will buxton wanted it okay disappointed they didn't get rid of friday um, or at least maybe just one practice session, get rid of it. But that's um, to do with the commercial. Yeah, there. but right. come to Friday still, for one practice session. There's still my concern that when it when it comes to 2021, we're having they've not announced what's going to happen with the ties. I think they want to make them less about degrading and mm. all that kind of stuff. My worry is, yes, they can follow each other easier, but if you've got the best team starting at the front. And going off into the distance and it's a one-stop race it still might not be that exciting whereas if you have a reverse grid or mix it mixes it up a bit you love a mix up f2 yeah in f2 they were it works yeah, for works. them works. jess what's yours um i was trying to think of coming up with something else that you guys haven't already said but, but um it's that. <laughs> i think yeah with everybody is i'm just i'm really ready for the next iteration of f1 in terms of performance and looks and i think the car looks really cool i know a lot of people Fit. are complaining it's practically indycar but indycar's good so why not introduce a bit more of that into f1 it's still going to be different like they still have all of their identities as different racing series um it looks a lot nicer as well when it had a t- the teams did renders and it looked a lot nicer when like renault did their team render than the one that f1 released where it had the painted on rims and stuff yeah Yeah. personally i wasn't a fan of that but yeah yeah yeah. Um, what don't you like um i'm a bit bit like you like i'm a bit skeptical about the um the old weekend reshuffle like i don't think it's going to have an impact and the reason they've said that oh no actually okay the biggest thing that i'm not looking forward to is the fact that we could have 25 races in a season i think that's and they're all the same because because i think one, one, one of the things as well that they really wanted to do and I don't know why they were, no one was on board for it because when we got a dull race like Sochi, everyone was like, well, why not mix that one up? Why don't we have only only two days there because people don't come on a Friday to That Sochi. was a proposed thing, wasn't it? To yeah. have a few test races for, a few for test next year. For next year, but it hasn't happened. And for me, that's the most disappointing thing. So I really would have liked that to happen. Just something for 2021. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Something just to mix it up a little bit. I know that you know, there's the whole argument of it, but it's the core of F1. Don't change it. But if you don't change, it gets stale. And yeah. then... Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what that's what Will Buxton's argument about um, having reverse grids one was. He was saying 
you know, everything has to evolve. If you don't evolve, you die. And if you keep things the same way, just because you get nostalgic about it, then nothing moves forward. Exactly. The technology moves forward. Um, F1 is different. It's, I don't, I don't yeah. understand fans like love of qualifying like it's always been that way it hasn't always been that way there's been it's, so many different formats, so many different yeah. formats. i mean let's not bring the up the uh, elimination oh, qualifying great yeah. quality. that was the best <laughs> the, thing, the biggest thing for me is like, i think i think we've touched on this uh, maybe in the french grand prix podcast but i don't like it when they mess with it in season like i don't no. mind them yeah, i don't yeah, mind, yeah, yeah, there's the sochi thing about testing like a two like two mm. days like i don't that i'm not too bothered about but having like weird qualifying formats and seeing if it works or you know as long as i mean again like they i think they also suggested that they maybe would have uh racing quality um yeah or like two races two races uh, yeah one race to qualify for the, the actual race yeah. yeah um i guess that could be entertaining and it'd be quite interesting to see and how else are you going to find out i think it's it worth a try yeah yeah but it, I am a little bit, I'm kind of, I'm in two minds. Like it, the, the sport definitely needs to move forward. And if it needs to move forward in terms of format, then I'm kind of on board. But I'm also a little bit like reverse grids for me. I just like that's one step too far. That's fair. Yeah. Um, oh, that's fair. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, it's it's a fair point. Some people like it. Some people don't. But yeah. I personally would the like to see it. The argument is artificial. How would, we, yeah. how would we like test it, do you think, without causing too much upset to the actual championship? You have a non-championship so, race. So the Friday you'd have, no, sorry, Saturday you'd have a reverse grid based on the championship order. And then the best cars are all going to get to the front anyway, or th- at the very least kind of second, third, fourth. And then they're starting kind of fourth or fifth rather than first in the race. And it's allowing quicker cars to be slightly shuffled down the field which always makes for better races and to be and fair you say that they'll get to win. second third fourth fifth it depends how long the race is because if it's yeah. a short 20 lap race and lewis hampton's starting last not a chance he's getting in the top three no but he'd, he'd still get halfway through but then yeah. i guess the, the the argument is it screws up pole position records and all that kind of stuff which at the start we argued oh, but the records we the must records, keep the records yeah, to compare you can't compare things anyway because everything's Every season is always different. And there's you know, a different point system now. For, so for, the people, for the people that yeah. say, oh, well, it should be back to how it she was. Let's go back to... <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what you said. Can't compare points because she yeah, can win as many points. the best. If people don't want it to change, let's go back to uh, six races a year. Uh, no front ring, wings or rear wings. Um, they have to refuel in the pits for 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's Sick. do something. Let's change it up. Why am Ro- I in charge of the <laughs> Ross Braun and you taking over the world. Yeah. Right, uh, we're going to interrupt this WTF1 podcast very quickly to chat about the uh, sponsor for this episode, ExpressVPN. Now, we travel a lot. We, we do, do travel a hell of a lot uh, when it comes to our jobs, and sometimes we encounter problems where we aren't able to access certain apps because of geographic. Geography. Geography. Geo restrictions is is probably the best way to yeah. say it. Um, geography. Well, ExpressVPN, you may have heard of it, to be fair. I've used it. You've used it as well, Jess. Yeah, I mean, I'm using it right now. Right now. <laughs> um, and it lets you easily bypass uh, your problems. Yeah, yeah. Those I, problems. Mean, I watch Grey's Anatomy now because oh you can't get that in the UK. So VPN to USA, Grey's Anatomy. Easy. Nice. Uh, so you can get set up in under 10 minutes and enjoy HD streams. ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router and consoles like Fire TV. I, I don't, is that Amazon? Yeah. Fire? Yeah. Uh, so you can safely watch from any device. Don't be worried about using it either as the app encrypts all your data, keeping it safe from hackers. Uh, if you want to get involved, which I'd actually recommend, I have used it many times, although mainly the trial, because I was just like, oh, that's great. Cool. Bang. Uh, and then you can just watch whatever you want. Netflix especially is a, is a very big one for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, use a special link today to get three months free at expressvpn.com forward slash WTF1. That's expressvpn.com forward slash WTF1 for three months free with a one year package. Head over to the link to learn more and that's it you know we have sponsors for this podcast so we can do this content mm-hmm. for you uh, so please go check it out it does help us a lot now abcdef one time tommy with that face looks like he's ready now it's time for that's a record i think do you want to say that into the mic or that's a record <laughs> so for audio listeners we just had a little little dance right okay 
ABCDEF1. Let's, is that what that was? That was, well, a little, a little bop. Um, Mercedes, uh, Lewis Hamilton. Let's start with the six-time Formula One world champion. I would rate his race an A. Weekend an A. Why? What? You're going to say less than that? Maybe B. I'll get in the bin. I, mean, I would give him a B. Yeah. Wow. I think his race was exceptional, but he, he <laughs> was... He beat your boy Max on a differing strategy and pushed the medium the, to 24 laps. In a better fan. car. In a better car. His quality mm. wasn't... Well, his, I guess quality his, quality le- his quality let him down a lot. Mm. I, I guess fifth to second is eight, ain't that bad. Maybe an A. I'd, I'd argue, actually, that he's the own. Like we were saying earlier, the, probably the only person that could have done the strategy done what he, he did. did. Yeah. And he nearly, he did won, it in Mexico, nearly won the race. Nearly won... Which and he said in an interview, which he doesn't say very often, that that was one of his best races, he said. And he finished second. Mm. So, Yeah, but he we... says that about every he race. Does. No, he, does, he doesn't say it about he second does. places. He doesn't say it about second places. So it's a big result for him. He did well to... He also um, just won the championship. A. He, he did was well. On a high. Yeah, okay. He a. had minus okay, 80% tyres. So, yeah. Okay. Valtteri Bottas. Has to be an A star. A. Minus 80% tyres. Yeah. Star, I mean, you said it's the best race of his career. You can't then yeah, falter true. and go. Because I think we've given him A star before. <laughs> so, yeah. A star for Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. Pole yeah. win dominated. Yeah. Uh, yeah Ferrari, me. Sebastian Vettel can't really grade him. So it's an ungradable as opposed to. We can't really grade him. Can no, we? I guess not because he was out very early. It's like, what lap? What was it? Yeah, lap you, 10. you kind of seen his fight back or anything. No. So, yeah, so I, I don't think we can grade him. It's unfair. Charles Leclerc, C. C, yeah. yeah. Um, Solid. Just not. Got no out qualified by Vettel, yeah, and then was just nowhere. Yep. Uh, Red Bull Max Verstappen. A, of course, you'd be in straight with an A. it was It would have been interesting to see had we not had Max Magnussen go off. Oh, he would have sent it. He would have sent it, and because uh, Hamilton and Max had a little bit of beef in Mexico, and oh, there was he's a few comments the inside, back and forth. It would have been interesting to see how Hamilton would have reacted, just as much as. I mean, let's be honest, we know Max would have gone for it. Mm. It's whether Hamilton would have gone, no, you're right, I'm not going to let you have this. I reckon Hamilton probably wouldn't have put up too much of a fight, personally. <coughs> I, don't know, I don't know. It's difficult to say because you don't know what, we'll the, never uh, know what the action would have been like. But Max, yep, yeah, I agree with an A. Alex Albon, B. Uh, nothing more than a B for me. Uh, yeah, B. I think it was a good drive, but it wasn't. I put B too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, I agree. Ooh. I just feel like everyone's going to come after us. Yeah. For oh, wow, Alex, an amazing race. He's in a Red Bull. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Renault, Daniel Ricciardo. A. 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 Easy. Nico Hulkenberg. C. B. Where did he finish? Ninth. He finished... Ninth. Ninth. He was lapped. He was 11th. He started 11th, finished 9th. He was the last guy to make his first pit stop. He made those hards last a long time. I think it's still that's an a B. It's, it's almost like you're, you're, <laughs> you're saying all these things, so I say B. No, uh, C. We gave Daniel Ricciardo an A. We're going to give Nico Hulkenberg a B. How? You told me his drive was as good as Albert's. Sorry, sorry, no, Tommy. It it's over. Has <laughs> uh, Roman Grosjean. Oh, God, I mean... D. Where, where are you? 15th. They, they are. Qualified 15th, stayed 15th. That's a C then, isn't it? Or D? No, that's in a Haas. I mean, the Haas is literally it's a donkey. It's a dog, yeah. Because if, if, you, so if you think of them check. as Williams... You wouldn't give him a D for finishing fifth, qualifying fifteenth, starting finishing fifteenth. Where did Magnussen finish? He DNF'd. Didn't he? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where was he? Oh, actually, no. I think he, te- he, he technically was, was classified. He was doing better. 18th. Okay, we'll give Grosjean a D. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Magnussen C. C. Because yeah. he was, but then he, he had he, a failure, right? It wasn't. Yeah, a, and he qualified twelfth. It was pretty solid for a Haas we'll when they were struggling then. a lot. C. Yeah. Okay. McLaren. Carlos Sainz. Beaten not by as, Lando. Yeah, not as Beaten. impressive as. Although I don't um, know, he only finished one place behind Lando to say he got absolutely punted at the start. Which was it his? We were saying it could have been him that could have given a bit more space, though. He had all of the runoff. I think he's getting a B. Yeah, I'd go with a B. <laughs> I, think, I think he's getting a B. I know he's getting a B. Okay, Carlos B. Lando A. Hey, then? That, yep. move, that move on Vettel was. On an ailing Vettel. I feel like we're overhyping this. You move. are overhyping it a little bit. He locked up. Says the guy a... that made IBR all about Lando's move. Hey. It, it was, was a great move. I'm t- I was talking about the fan reaction. Okay. I got tingles when he went up the inside. I, I did, um, to be fair, I did not, too. But you, looking back on it, yeah, it knowing how rubbish 
Seb's car no, was. No, but, but it's the fact that he went round the outside of Ricardo as well. And then, yeah, made, so he, oh, he's, he, he's yeah. battling a car that. Which Crofty said that Ricardo was attacking Norris when it was the absolute opposite. <laughs> but yeah, no worries. Yeah, it's the double move which made it so impressive. For yeah, me. okay, yeah. And then he had a solid drive. Why did he drop back though? Because he went for a longer stint and then had fresher tires at the end. He did, a, that two, he did a two start. Yeah. Danny Rick did a one did start. A one, and right, he gotcha. believes that if there were. If there was one more lap, he would have he had, would have had Daniel. Yeah, he, was, he, he was half a second behind him at the finish. That's so, mad. Yeah, he was on his Because I remember looking and it was, what, 10 laps to go and he was two or three places behind Ricardo and, and had to dispatch a few people. But yeah, so Lando, A then? Okay. Yeah. I, I guess if we're giving Carlos a B, yeah, that it has to be an A. Better. Racing point, Sergio Perez. A, a star. star. Yeah, again, Whoa. a star again. Yeah. Whoa, hello. Let's let's calm this down. Um, he started from the pit lane and got a point in a car that shouldn't be getting fair, He did beat his teammate. Uh, I mean, decisively <laughs> beat him. Lance Stroll finished 13th, 13th after starting 14th and Pro started from the pit lane and finished 10th. Okay. Put in an epic move on Gasly. Yeah. Perez should have been and driver fin- of the day. And what was the reason he finished 10th? Because of Danny Kvyat, yeah. the okay. torpedoed. All right, fine. A star for Sergio Perez. Um, Lance Stroll, D, D. Yeah. yeah, you don't get beaten by your teammate when they start in the pit lane. That is, <laughs> no, that's, you, yeah, do you do not. That's unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen. Oh, he had a good, a good start, start. but a poor race. So they said that um, he said that. Where's my notes on him? Um, brr, he had. They had to. They just didn't have the balance in the car for the tires, so the tires were just dropping off like super quick, so they couldn't push. They're just nowhere, aren't they? Really um, but yeah. strong, strong start. Um, where did he finish? Eleventh. They're point. just dropping just. back on. They see. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, C for Kimi. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's D a shame, for Antonio. Yeah. Antonio, the new man for twenty twenty. I say new man. You're giving him a D. Man. D I for so, D for German. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh, Toro Rosso, Danny Kvyat. Oh my D. God, torpedo back again. The, the fact that two weeks in a row, the sec- yeah, second race in a row that you're costing your team points with a torpedo move. Do he, he was very much saying though. I mean, I think he, I agree with you guys. Like, if you watch it back, he just goes way too like far into that corner. Yeah. It's not even like the. I know we were disagreeing about the Albon move in Japan, um, but which we was which was fine. fine. Uh, <laughs> the, what a lovely um, moment that was! Yeah. Uh, is is the fact that Kvyat launches it on the curb? Yeah, he's never with he's no never regard to the fact Sergio has to stay on the track yeah. as well. Yeah, it was he was never alongside to make that move. So you see those moves, but it's usually when they're side by side, and whoever's on the inside pinches the apex, so then it, they come out side what, by side. Watch he, Perez's move on Gasly, and it's the perfect example of how to do that move. The Oh yeah, when it was uh, yeah. Lance was just Not ahead the perfect of him, yeah. example is Kvyat. Well, Kvyat also he did bring up that um, the Verstappen Leclerc move in Austria wasn't deemed a penalty, but it's and completely, it was completely different. different. Yeah. yeah, it was a different scenario. Max, yeah. If Max had outbraked himself and launched it over the curb and then gone into the side <laughs> of him, smashed him yeah, off. Yeah, I'd get it. But he, he was saying he's saying that um, the stewards um, wouldn't even give him a chance to explain, which good, I agree. Good, good. finally, get I, yeah. slapped with the penalty. <laughs> but he's saying like he's being singled out because he's a torpedo. <laughs> well, don't be a torpedo. But they're saying think... like, should you, you sh- the stewards shouldn't be judging penalties based on previous. I don't know. <laughs> no, but he's still. No, I He's still hunted him. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I think. I think the thing with Kvyat is he's seen that they're allowing. Um, a bit more aggressive racing moves and he's gone awesome i can torpedo people now mm. question do, do we think that because the cars are meant to be more durable in 2021 i.e you know you won't get have carbon flying off the car if you touch someone like breathe on someone mm. um do we think that that will lead to the stewards being able to kind of overlook certain things do we think like a move like that because arguably Maybe in 2021. It's it, not race ending. Or, it's I, not going to be race. Right. Well, it wasn't. I mean, that wasn't exactly no. race ending. Um, did Perez, like, Perez I don't still think, I don't think they'll change yeah. the rules to what they've got now. But my I argument. I think it would just make it better. My argument is, is that because small collisions can result in a, in a driver ending their race, there's the need to feel like they have to penalize people for that because mm. it's it's mm. it's a bigger deal if like in 
again, we're not turning F1 cars into well rallycross cars, yeah. but if they're able to touch and not cause any major damage, yeah. Um, do we think that there might be more leniency for sure? Penalties I guess will become part of, less of a thing. Part of what they've done before, I guess, with awarding penalties is what the resulting impact was on yeah. both races. So I guess, yeah, if there's, I think still with that, it was too aggressive and he's come through in an illegal manner as, as it would be deemed in the current stewards rulings. But maybe that's something that they will look at at 2021. I don't, I don't know the answer. That's the thing. Because mm. we'll have to wait and see and see how why much wheel to, banging there is. Why do we have to wait another year? <laughs> I know. Why have they released it now? Because what's 2020? Who cares? Like, geez. Yeah. Um, anyway, we need to get through this. Yes. Uh, so, so what would, we do? What would we give we? Kvyat? Kvyat, we'll give him a D. D. Gasly, a C. D for torpedo. Uh, and Gasly? C. C. He had to retire in the end, didn't he? Yeah. That was a bit of a shame. He he was running in p he was running in points for the yeah. whole race. Yeah, let's give him a C. Okay. Williams, Williams, Paris's, Williams. We did, can't did we just keep giving people. Par- I I them? think it's less than a C now. I think I think I think. I mean, Kibitza retired. Um, I don't. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess Williams didn't have... He had just had a technical issue, right? I don't know what it was. And George, George, George was just saying... like George they, Russell did a faster lap than Roman Grosjean. Okay, A. A star. <laughs> okay, maybe we should give him a pair of C's. Yeah, pair of C's. Pair of C's. And we'll move on. Predictions for the USGP. I said Ferrari to get pole seven times in a row. So close. Oh, my God. Point like zero one two. Zero. Point zero one two. That's half a point. It's a zero. That's, that's, that's <laughs> 0.012 zero, zero, <laughs> of a <laughs> And a uh, big crash into turn one. Uh, half point. I'll give you half a half point. A point. Half, half a point. point. It's not yeah. a big crash. It's not a big crash. Why did I say big? God okay. damn it. You should have just said crash. Yeah. Have we not taught yeah, you? Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> be specific. So <laughs> there will be a race. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, your two. Hamilton takes the championship. But isn't on the podium, you that said. That's a zero. That's a zero. That's a zero. You can't say Hamilton takes the championship. That would not have been an allowed prediction. No. Matty would have said, there'll I... be a Mercedes winning the championship. Yes. And Jess would have said, there'll be four wheels on the car. <laughs> yeah. And, so Vettel victory. Vettel That's victory. a zero. He, he finished zero last. So if it, we're talking reverse. <laughs> Winners of the f- non-finishers. Yeah. He was the first to not finish. Well he done. was the first. No, that's no points finish. for Tommy. And Jess. Um, I had an awful time. No I, ti- I said no tire graphic. Which I thought was oh, going to happen. If only. But I, I feel like it, it was worse. used more. It got <laughs> yeah. worse. And the commentators have now clearly been told to talk about it and pretend it's But the thing real. is, the commentators go, oh, the tires have changed a lot in the last three laps. They've yeah, gone from 80% to 30%. The thing is, though, Crofty actually came out. So obviously, if you follow any of, any of us on Twitter... Over Mexico, Matty and I tweeted at the same time. <laughs> Matty tweeted that he hated them. I tweeted that I quite liked them. <laughs> I want to just justify why you said that. I think <laughs> they are a good idea. Yes, poorly executed. If the telemetry was real. Yeah, and I asked what they're based on, and no one seems to be able to tell me. Well, it's made up. Spin the wheel. Um, it's just made up. <laughs> F1 just gets the graphics from Amazon and or AWS. Just goes on Amazon.co.uk and just types in a number. <laughs> Right, that's yes. the front left. Oh, God, they look like they're really degrading now. Let's. Yeah. It must be 40%. What now. I love is that a lot of the time it's 40 on the front, 30 on the rear. The rears always degrade more than the fronts. But then at one point there was a Verstappen graphic where the front left and two rears were 30%, but the front right was 40%. Who, who has would, done this? Here you go, my, from... my favourite one. 23 laps on the medium. He had 80% or yeah. around 27 laps on the medium. It was 40. And yeah, 30 that was on hilarious. Within four laps, he's just lost half his time. <laughs> I mean, maybe they the cliff is that severe, Tommy. Maybe no. it is. Maybe, but yeah. Honestly, if anybody works for AWS on these graphics, please, please tell, tell us. Please tell us what they're based if on. If we're wrong. Because if we're right, we know. Yeah, yeah. But Crofty came out and said, oh, yeah, they're based on uh, telemetry. Well, Crofty, and no, and it's absolutely like, not. Maybe he should correct. have said that. He also yeah. said Vettel was leading at turn one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Not quite. Anyway, uh, uh, anyway yeah. we could do a Don't whole other podcast mention the tire on the graphics. graphics. Good idea, poorly executed. Um, I also said Danny Rick DNF because he usually has really bad but luck he didn't, around zero here. zero points. But I'm happy he didn't. <laughs> okay, you're happy for zero points. I'm happy for zero uh, points. Wow, so half a point wins out of us three to, uh, this week. Fans right, too. fans, Infernicus, Hamilton to spend the entire weekend saying how Ferrari are the better car only to win on the Sunday. That's no. not correct. D. Guarenti, more than four drivers will DNF? No. no. Boston Tom, there will be a stopping reference made this weekend by Crofty. There was. Yes. No. One point for the fans. Did he make a... Was it by Crofty? It was by Crofty. Okay, yeah. fair play. Predictions for Brazil. It'll rain at some point during the weekend. 
I'm going for a point there. <laughs> <laughs> that might as well yeah, be I've, a car I've, on the I've track. Gone for, I've gone for points. This <laughs> How week dare well. you? That, that's more wishful thinking, to be honest, if anything, because Brazil is always a banger. Let's have another one. And Hamilton off the podium. I mean, because he never usually wins much yeah. once he's won the championship. So that's two points for me. I'll put them down now. Uh, Tommy, yours? No, sorry, Jess, even. Oh. You're, you're next. So sorry. You're just not used to having me on the podcast <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, Max will have his redemption moment. What does that mean? Does I want mean? clarification. I want full nitty gritty details of Take what the hell that, that means. Is that punching Ocon in the face? <laughs> like, what what is, is that? that? Is that hugging Ocon that... and saying sorry? Is it punching in the face? No, it's winning. Is it it's winning. winning. It's Hamilton, uh, Max wins, sorry. Max and has his redemption moment. And Ferrari will still be off the pace, sparking more rumours. How much is off the pace because I feel like we're going to look at qualifying we say 0.4 off the off pole is that is that off the pace what are we saying off the, in off the comparison saying a, a big more than between the Red Bulls and Mercedes again yeah if they're yeah. if they are the third team of the top three okay we'll judge it then that's how we're okay. going okay. damn it I was trying to be vague <laughs> I will not allow it uh, how much rain how many millimetres uh, more than 14 <laughs> drops uh, carry on Ocon will be mentioned when Verstappen laps someone absolutely going to happen I mean that's yeah. one point thank you and uh, <laughs> someone will have a senator. I mean, helmet. Jesus Christ. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I want some points, mate. Yeah. So that's six points for us then. Brilliant. Uh, the fans, Fake Verge 25 says Hamilton crashes in qualifying and people start questioning whether he's too old for F1. Uh, Interesting that's one. That's very specific. Yeah. You guys need to learn how to play you the game. You get 10 points for that. Uh, CFC underscore Craig. Leclerc will get enough points to finish as the top Ferrari driver. CFC Craig is actually my alias account. And uh, <laughs> Pops Peter, exactly three drivers will have grid penalties. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Like it. Right, that's it. We're done here for the WTF1 podcast. Make sure you check out our sponsor, ExpressVPN, and uh, keeps this podcast running and the wheels turning on this wonderful operation that we've got going on doesn't it lovely cool <laughs> thank you so much Jess and Tommy for uh, joining me on thank this American you, Grand Prix thank you thank me uh, two weeks Brazil be there and we'll be there too goodbye <laughs> we're not actually going to be in Brazil no but we'll be with you in your living rooms in spirit watching you're going to be in their living rooms bye <laughs> <laughs>